Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Matt. I'm here with Fro. Yep. I'm here uh, with Better Matt. What's up? Fro in studio with me again. Live in studio. Lucky you. Uh, there he is. He, uh, we just finished up recording season two of Encyclocomica, so we should have that edited and ready to go in about two weeks or so. That's my aim, but we'll be promoting that, so sit tight and look forward to that. What's everyone doing? How's everybody been? What's going on? What's what's new? Uh, just hanging and banging. Nothing's really new. Um, I may have said I may have seen a dead body while I was kayaking. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, I, but I didn't get close enough to it to really be able to make it out. But I was like, "Is that a dead body?" I'm just staring at it, and I was like, "Could be a dead body." Was it a body that you didn't know if it was dead or not? Or was it something dead if you didn't know it was a body? Or if it was just a thing, you didn't know if it was dead or alive or a body or not? <clears throat> Third one. I didn't get close enough because I was like, mm, I don't need to get close enough because then if it is a dead body, I'm going to throw up. Uh, but I don't want to get close enough to confirm because I don't think I can handle seeing a, a dead body in the water. Okay. Why would you? You've seen dead bodies before. Why would you throw up? What the fuck? What? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> fucking dead bodies. What are you talking sure. about? I'm sure that you have. You think I'm a fucking uh, corpse digger, dude? Corpse <laughs> is the only place that someone could see someone that has died as a corpse digger. <laughs> this this position that Fro has just invented. A corpse fucking corpse digger. digger, dude. I'm fucking digging corpses all day. Uh, you've never been to like a wake or a funeral? Yeah, I have, but that's different. It's not a fucking water body, dude. <laughs> what water wrong body? With you? What do you mean? What's wrong with me? Corpse digger? <laughs> yeah, body? it's the first thing that came to mind. Water it's body. A, it's water body. A body of water. Now that a body of water is a pond, a water <laughs> body is a body in water. Wouldn't it be all like you, you've seen it on television too? Come on, TV's fake, man. Real life doesn't really fucking no. Dude, Wrestling just... is fake. TV is real. What'd you say? <laughs> but so, seriously, I had a small like, oh shit, that might be a dead body. Y'all want to see a dead body? And I was like, I'm good. Is there any follow up to this? Was uh, there, like, a we body passed plate? by it again and I stayed further away from whatever it was and I just kept going. It's a good it probably to... wasn't, but I had a, I was like, this could be a fucking body. Why did you think it was a body? Because it looked like a skull with hair on it, and it just wasn't Ooh, my that's thing. Scary. <laughs> yes, and that's why I didn't want to get close to it. I thought it was just like a, like a someone, log, yeah, someone like a recent dead body. But I was like, you know, a skull with hair—that's fucking in water too, where it's floating around. Yeah, and it, it had fucking mass to it. So I was like, ah, I'm good. I don't need to get too close. Oh, I guess we'll find out soon enough, right? Yeah, maybe I'll find something. <laughs> like, oh shit, I was on that fucking river. <laughs> What river was this? So we can. Uh, I don't actually know what river it was. <laughs> I have to fucking look at a map. Fro doesn't assign names to rivers. Yeah, or bodies of water. Right, water bodies. <laughs> uh well, that's cool. Better, Matt. What's new with you? Uh oh, gosh, I haven't seen any dead bodies or done any kayaking. I don't think I've left my house in several weeks. Really? Yeah, nothing's really going on, man. Yeah, but you don't uh, like leave your house. 
Very rarely. Uh, we moved jam spaces. That's like the most exciting thing in my life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nothing going on. I, I hate to let you down, but. You, well, you have. Yeah. You're not Oof. driving. You're just not going out to drive that Tesla around? No, not particularly. <laughs> How is the Tesla, by the way? It's fucking awesome, though. <laughs> hey, I got a quick question with the Tesla. Yeah. So how do you, like, charge it? Do you just, like, plug it into a wall? Like, no. There's no way, right? You can do that. You can? Um, yeah, yeah. You, you can, but it would be very, very slow. Okay. Uh, you, you just got to find, like, a docking thing, right? So, okay. So there's a couple of things. They recommend that you have a charger at home. Because then when you get home at night, you just plug it into the charger and go. And it uses about the same power as like a, a dryer. You can get a dryer outlet or you can get like an actual car, electric car charger installed as a new uh, new outlet on your circuit breaker, right? Hmm. How much is uh, that? So I, I cost it out and they said it would be about $2,000 for my condo to install it. Yeah, fucking chump change for you. <laughs> um, so... Then the, if you have a Tesla, you can go to the Tesla superchargers. So they get a network of chargers that just work on Teslas. And that will charge the car in about 30 minutes, give Wild. or take. Uh, otherwise, there's also uh, a network run, like there's a, the ChargePoint network. There's a couple. ChargePoint's probably the biggest one. And they are much slower, about what you would get at home, uh, where it takes maybe five hours to fully charge the car. Um, so that's why they say, like, you know, it's best to have one at home. But uh, about two blocks from my house, there is a charge point charger. So, you know, basically on a Saturday afternoon, we'll run it over there and leave it there for the afternoon if we're not doing it or, you know, charge it up on an evening or something like that. Or if we're out, then we can go to the supercharger, the superchargers like grocery stores and malls and shit like that. How much do those cost to, like, charge? That's a great question. Uh, so. Almost nothing. So the the charger by me is free. Um, free? Yep. Wow. And the Tesla supercharger, I typically pay like $8 to charge from like 10% up to 90%. That'll last you all week? It depends on if I have uh, the sentry mode on. So if I have sentry mode, which is like the, the, you know, if someone gets, it's always basically recording video and it will mark video if someone gets close to the car or touches the car uh that will use almost 10 percent a day just like sitting here doing nothing that's a lot yeah hmm. that's wild that thing is wild it is very wild so i've got to drive it yet yeah i haven't really let anybody drive it yet just not because of i haven't wanted to it's just i haven't hung out with people <laughs> right i'll get there eventually <sighs> yeah me too uh, yeah, okay. Bro, I've fucking seen you drive. <laughs> That'd be so funny. You can't drive You can't drive a Tesla without your safety belt fastened. So Yeah, whatever, man. If it <laughs> forces me to do it, I'll put it on. But other than that, I ain't wearing no goddamn seatbelt. Um, speaking of car updates, I still don't have mine. <laughs> it's been a fucking nightmare <laughs> trying to get this fucking car. What in the world? So, I'm surprised you haven't just given up. I, I, listen, I honestly tried to go somewhere else. So what, ha so the short, I'll, I'll try to be fast about this. So I ordered a Kia Telluride SX in March. In March, they said 12 to 14 weeks. I said, okay. Then COVID happened. They shut the factory down for five weeks. 
I was like, okay, understandable. So it'll be a delay. So if they shut the factory down for five weeks, my simple logic would be like, okay, so that's an additional five, six weeks or so of time. Nope. Not even close. So the delay was putting it past August, which is now. And then I said, so back in July, I called the dealership and I said, I'm not, I'm not going to take a 2020 at this point. Not and in it, September, no. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not doing that. And he said, no, no, no. He said, they're not even going to be shipping out 2020s. So you're definitely going to get a 2021. I said, okay, that's fine. How would you even know? Well. Because it says it on the title, for heaven's sake. <laughs> well, make it just <laughs> fucking right. Titles is a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, so I then I asked him. I said, okay, is there anything new about the 2021 that I might be interested in? Since I'm literally ordering a custom car. That has that I have picked out everything on, so I would like to know if there's anything new about the 2021 Telluride's. No, 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 no. There's, I mean, there might be small like uh, aesthetic changes here and there, but uh, but nothing really like uh, like new. Oh, okay. So I left it at that, and he said, "I'll call you as soon as we know something about your car." Okay. So because I love to do research on things. When I was looking up what car I wanted to buy originally, I looked at a, I watched a ton of Telluride videos on YouTube, so it's in my history. New video came out on the Telluride, the 2021 Nightfall Edition Telluride. It's got a flamethrower. It's got a flamethrower. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's a uh, the Nightfall Edition is it's all blacked out. It's all black chromed out, and it looks fucking sick. I was like, damn, that looks fresh as hell. I want the Nightfall Edition. I call up my dealer and go, hey, what's up with this Nightfall edition? Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's something they came out with. And I said, okay, can I add it to my, my order? Oh, well, I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to check to see where your order is uh, in production. All right, well, last I talked to you, it wasn't even in production yet. And you said that you would call me as soon as you knew something about it. Oh, well, let me call. I'll, I'll find out. Calls me back. Yeah, your car went into, went into production in, uh, 10, days, uh, 10 days ago. And they, they can't they can't change the order now. Okay. So so now and, and also it has an estimated delivery date of November eighteenth. <laughs> okay. Yikes. So one thing I said when I was buying the car or when this was all going down was I didn't want to get the car in the winter. I wanted it in the summer. I wanted to enjoy the new car through the summer and the fall, not dealing with the snow for a while. A brand new car in the summer, absolutely. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, okay, well, that sucks. So I, I was trying to like do my t- typical Matt stuff of being a silver tongue devil and, and explaining to them the situation <clears throat> from my perspective. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm I'm the customer. There's nothing you can do to add the nightfall package to my order when it's been in production for ten days. And uh, I was like, no. I was like, after all I've gone through, I've waited this long, this, that, and the other thing. And they're like, no, unfortunately, we can't do anything about it. I'm just like, <sighs> so I go, all right, well, I'll just order it somewhere else. Because I was like, at this point, I'll just wait. I'll wait another fucking year. Just out of the principle of not giving these people Such my money. Such a spiteful motherfucker. Right. Just out of the principle. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I'm spending a lot of, I'm, this isn't, I'm not buying like a, a Kia Sorento. I'm buying their literally top of the line SUV 
at the top like package. I'm spending the most money that they that I can spend at this Kia dealership. I would expect a little, you know, some high end customer service for someone who's spending this kind of money, and I'm nah, not dude. getting it. So car dealers are the fucking worst. So I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll wait. I'll go somewhere else. I can't even order the car anywhere else. I went to two other Kia, Kia dealerships that won't order the car. You can't do it online? No. So I was like, why can't I order the car? They're like, we won't even deal with it because the car is in such demand that supply that they can't keep up with supply to such a point that people won't even order them for, for their customers because they don't want to deal with what, what I've been going through. So I'm like, pot committed that I have an order in and it has like an estimated delivery date. So I'm like ahead of the curve by like a lot compared to other people. I was I offer <laughs> I freaking I was going to put down a substantial amount of money that day. I was like I'll put down money right here right now if you just order me this car. And they're like I can't we can't we won't we can't do it. I was like I I was like I was shocked. I was like in the days of COVID, businesses shutting down left and right. I'm willing to drop thousands of dollars right here right now and they can't take my they won't take my money i was i was shocked i couldn't believe it i'll take your money will you get me the key to tell you right that i want i'll look into it so when you ordered the car did you put down money at all at that point like yeah just a small deposit deposit or reservation yeah okay yeah a refundable deposit refundable oh boy (laughs) oh boy so that's that's where i'm at so Shit's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe that day. I was like, I can't, even, I can't, I can't believe I can't get what I want. This is shock, shocking to me. Look at you, you little fucking Baruch Assault. I can't get. What I want. That's right. I can't believe I can't get what I want. I work real hard to get to a point in my life where I should be able to get anything I want, and I can't do it. So let this be a lesson to anybody out there. Don't even bother trying. You can't always get what you want. You can't, you can't always get. What, what you want? want. Anyway, to my, so can we start the show? Because that brings me to my number five. Uh, we got to go through deaths first for one. Uh, you fucking idiot. That's what you shouldn't have fucking <laughs> tried to come up with a great segue, you Such dumbass. A good segue. Anyways, yeah, I wrote my deaths. Oh, you wrote them? I wrote them. Okay. <clears throat> what kind, what, what's, what's the feel of your deaths here? Deathy? I don't fucking know, man. Are you, is that what you want to tell me? Is deathy? I don't know how to tell you how they feel. If you put a genre on your death, what would you say it is? Uh, a lot of dead air going on here. Just ask uh, for a genre. Is it like uh, Adam Sandler and Click? No. <laughs> what does that mean? I know. <laughs> or is it? It's Adam Sandler in. No, Adam Sandler. Uh, Click. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> fucking great movie. Um, I I don't know what your fucking your deal is. I'm just gonna fucking do the death. He's trying to get uh, you some mood music. Trying guy. to get you some mer- mood music. No, I don't want fucking circus music. Well, that's what you're getting unless you give me something else. I don't know. Fucking put on uh, fucking French noir. Uh, All right, French, French noir. noir. French noir. Okay, go ahead. You, no, you're not fucking. You, you're still clicking on circus music. Put <laughs> on French noir. I gave you a genre. Now fucking get the genre up. This is what sucks about having Fro right next to me. So you can see everything I'm doing. <laughs> you fucking asshole. That, that's French music. It's a f- who types it's a in French YouTube.com nowadays. Just Google it and it'll bring you there. What? No, it doesn't. It brings you to a list where I can click on a link. Yeah, 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 
Okay. No, not French circus, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Listen, this is Le Rue de la Ta Circus, 1957. Cirque du Soleil. Fine, Cirque du Soleil, curious. <laughs> All right, fine. If there's fucking lyrics, so fucking help me God. All right, <laughs> there won't be. Oh, Late Show with James Corden? I don't want this James Corden bullshit. All right, fine. Go ahead. Stop, stop fighting, boys. Do it. Uh, and we're clear, Matt says. Pretty decent episode. Uh, yeah, better than the Disney Princess episode, Better Matt chimed in. I can't believe someone said it was weak sauce, uh, Fro said in a defeated manner. Matt and Better Matt side-eye each other and lock eyes. The only thing weak sauce is your cum, said together. They high-five each other and pretend to shred imaginary guitars. They lock eyes again, and they start kissing. Fro, not impressed with watching a fake pair of teeth and man braces intertwined, <laughs> starts to slowly stretch his legs out the exit. Uh, right as he sneaks out, a lo- uh, right as he sneaks out of the house, a log truck comes crashing through the house, plowing through the new couple. They both survive. Fast forward two weeks later, and the mats are laid up in their hospital rooms, uh, reaching uh, reaching out to each other, trying to hold hands, but just a little out of reach. Matt's wife comes to visit and has a box to surprise him. Matt yells, What's in the box? Uh, to surprise him. Uh, no, what's in the box? She opens it and shows him a bouquet of six hot dogs. Matt drops his head back in anguish and depressingly tells her that he eats seven, seven hot dogs at a time, not six. Matt leans over and turns his morphine drip up to Max. Feeling the rush, Matt peacefully fades away. As Better Matt looks over, he tears up a little bit, knowing he'll never be able to rub his braces against Matt's gummy gums. Uh, he sighs and asks Matt's wife if she bought him, uh, brought him anything. Oddly enough, Matt had purchased this for you. BM unwraps the gift, and a light shines in his face. His head melts away. It was a mint Superman number one, uh, action comic number one, that said, You're my Superman. Love, Matt Prime. Aw, that's so nice. Aww. Yep. I died from love? Uh, no, your head melted away, Ark of uh, Covenant style. <laughs> that makes sense. You were so shocked by the action comic number one. Got it. <laughs> oh, that would actually been probably a good one. I can't think of something that this wouldn't be good to go with. Uh, anyway, um, where were we? Uh, can't always get what you want. <laughs> oh, what was that, Matt? You had a, a segue? Yeah, so top five rivalries, and my number five is... Rolling Stones and the Beatles. Do they have an actual rivalry? Yeah, totally. Especially in the fandom. So that's your number five. But before we actually jump into it, um, I did have a question. Uh, And Fro kind of pointed it out. Because we are doing top five rivalries. Uh, Yeah. Is this like... um, I guess we kind of just answered my question now. So a fandom rivalry is good enough for this list and, and such? I, I, mean, I don't so. give a shit what you do. Uh, all right. Fuck off, right? Okay. I would wow. say most of mine are, well, most of mine are fandom. I guess it, it could be argued. That, no, that's fine. I mean, I think it's probably a, <laughs> make for a better show anyway. I mean, I went with straight up rivalries. I believe. So like the you're, you went with like the Ottomans and the Persians from 1500s to 1820s. Is that like one that. of yours on your list, row? God damn it. Let me fucking take it off. <laughs> it's not that specific. I'm always burning good ones. Yeah, you are, you piece of shit. You know, it's like it's straight up like dogs and cats. Okay, I'll take it off my list. <laughs> Shit. I guess that's... Uh, okay. I just wanted to ask that question. So rivalries of, of kind of any sort. 
right? Yeah, sure. Great. Wonderful. Well, no one said anything, so I didn't know what the fucking was going on. I got Fro, who I know is a person and is alive next to me, <laughs> but when Matt didn't talk, I was like... It looks like, like a dead body. I appreciate that you humanized me right there. Well, finally, someone had to. <laughs> Monsterd walking around here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Poop, poop. <laughs> poop, poop. Anyways, do your fucking Beatles Rolling Stones uh, pick. Well, let me ask you this. Who are uh, Beatles or Rolling Stones? Which one I do you am, prefer? I prefer the Beatles. I'm a Rolling oh. Stones guy. Well, I, I got a rivalry right here. So, Fro, here's the thing. Like, the, the Fro, the Stones definitely have great records and some great songs, but I wouldn't say it's the vast majority of their stuff. And they're just like, like beating a dead horse at this point, right? Like, what's going on with them? Bad one. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, why are you still playing in Glacier? You're fucking beating a dead oh, horse. God. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm basically Mick Jagger. No, you're not. <laughs> you're definitely not. I'm Keith Richards? Uh, you're the other guy in Rolling Stone. The other guy. What other guy? Who knows? I don't know. I thought you were the Rolling Stones fan I don't give here. a shit who the fucking bassist of Rolling Stones is. I mean... Yeah, what about you? Stones I'm a Beatles guy. Beatles guy, yeah. Not a huge Rolling Stones fan. Um, I just can't think of anything that I particularly and you know when i hear him like yeah turn it up <laughs> i think i like mick jagger more so on when he does guest appearances on other people's songs like mm. david bowie there's that there's a movie that just came out starring mick jagger starring yeah is it revenge of the mummy three <laughs> uh i'm trying to think of what it's called it just came out and uh it looked kind of interesting and he has you know he's one of the maybe he's a supporting actor he's not like the main character but he is a main character in the movie that's weird and it has that um man i'm just being stupid with names right now and i can't think of anyone's name that really 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 tall blonde woman not from star wars the other one uh oh, i found it the movie's okay. called the the burnt orange heresy uh and it sounds uh, like a movie you'd watch the burnt orange heresy and starring clay's bang elizabeth De- clay's bang he Who was the he played dracula on that bbc dracula show recently sure uh elizabeth debicki who is the really uh crazy tall blonde woman and then mick jagger i don't know who any of those people are besides Ex- mick, jagger. mick jagger you don't know elizabeth debicki she Why is incredible I? what is she in Christ on a crutch, bro. Uh, well, I, you fucking asking me. I don't know who she is, but you can't tell me she, what she's in. She is the the golden woman from Guardians of the Galaxy two. Thank uh, you. What's, no, what's and there's name? no way I would know who the fuck that is. Ah, uh, she's amazing. I can't even tell she's tall because she's sitting down in the entire movie. That's true. That's true. <laughs> she's very, very tall. Okay, I'll take your word for it. All right, like Lisa Loeb, tall from WNBA. Not Lisa Loeb in the Nine Stories. Uh, no. <laughs> is she nine stories tall? No, she's... <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, she's six foot three, Elizabeth Debicki, six foot three. Damn, that's a huge bitch. <laughs> Remember yeah, that, that movie? Remember that movie, Deuce Bigelow? Yeah, how could we forget? There you go. Fro, what's your number five? <laughs> um, I was curious how you thought they were a rivalry, though. Like, just the fandom, you said? Yeah, there's definitely a, a Rolling Stones-Beatles fandom rivalry absolutely okay like who's Fan, yeah. The, the yeah 
Okay, yeah, it's fine. So I'll go with my number five. Uh, it'll be a shorty, uh, just because I know at least one half doesn't give a shit at all. So my number five is the uh, comes from the sports world. It is actually the Canadians versus the Bruins. Um, I mean, I think it is one of the biggest sports rivalries in the world. You think uh, so? Yes. Oh, well, hands so? down. You think so? Yes. A hockey rivalry. <laughs> uh, yes. In the world. Yes. Yeah, okay. Knock yourself out, bro. <laughs> what are you... Okay. Hey, I don't know what's good not gotten in the map, but man, he is roasting you today. How is he roasting me? I don't know. He, just I, like, he can't even fucking tell me a, a sport. He seems like he's Other got than a, hockey. He's got a finger up your ass and he's making you talk. <laughs> Oh, froze my finger puppet. Ah, man, this is great. I'm just sitting back here watching watching you two go at it. It's just like, really easy to push his buttons. Push my uh, buttons? Yeah, your butt button. Butt button? Butt button. Nonetheless, yes, I think that the uh, Canadians Bruins is hands down one of the top sports rivalries. So like as big as like Man U and Arsenal? Sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Pro doesn't know what to say. Why is that? Uh, so, what? Um, Man U. Look at you. Would you fucking read something real fast to call Manchester United Man U? You don't have a fucking clue what Manchester United <laughs> is, you fucking piece of shit. You just fucking learned what Arsenal was a second ago. You Googled rivalries, and that's what one of the things was that you came up with that you got on the, the Google. <laughs> the Fuck Googles. you, better Matt. Eat shit. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I mean the these in in the hockey world, uh, these two teams have played each other more than any other team uh, combined. Uh, you know, regular season Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, the Bruins always usually come out behind, uh, so it's always unfortunate uh, to see. But I mean. They have just gone back and forth throughout the years. Uh, the, the rivalry in most recent times has uh, dwindled. It's not nearly as strong as it uh, was, but my God, have they had some uh, some battles in the uh, hockey world for sure? So, is it like a, as big a, a big enough rival to have like a like T-shirts about the rivalry? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, What's, what do the T-shirts say? Eat shit, Canada. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, so there isn't, and you just lied. What the fuck are you talking? Like, <laughs> how did I lie about that? Yes, there could be a fucking T-shirt there for it. Be, better, Matt. There's I have like to tell famous, you what it says. It's it would probably like a, just be can, a fucking Canadians logo and a Bruins logo. Fucking. So no, but it's not like I'm gonna move know, the, the camera, Matt, so you can the, see how animated <laughs> Fro's getting over here. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, there's like the the Celtics Lakers, so there's Beat LA, right? And there's, there's T-shirts, there's banners, Beat LA, that's like a thing. Or the Red Sox Yankees with the Yankees suck, uh, something like that's that. That's a one-sided like fucking that? T-shirt. Yeah, fucking, anything there's like Canadians that? fucking shirts that say Habs suck. Fucking Subban's a bitch. Yeah, there's a ton of fucking Canadians versus Bruins shirts. But sure, sure, what do you sure. want me to fucking tell you the goddamn official fucking logo or... Slogan well, for Bruins. I'm just saying, I want the goddamn product number. I'm just saying, if you think it's like one of the biggest sports rivalries of all time, uh, th- you know, I, I, you think it would line up with some of these other rivalries. Man, with at, you know, after these exchanges, I'm going to change my number five to Better Matt versus Fro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Better Matt? You can fuck yourself. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> 
just because you fucking walked down Lansdowne Street one time and saw a fucking beat L.A. shirt, you fucking asshole fuckhead. You know Lansdowne Street where the <laughs> Celtics play? <laughs> Is that where I play? I don't know. No, they play at the Garden. <laughs> <laughs> is it on Lansdowne? What's, on Lans- what's Lansdowne? Is Fenway. That, is that Fenway? Who fucking cares? Who gives a shit? The Causeway? Is that better? Uh, hey, man. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Nonetheless. All right. Better Matt. You know what? My number five. <laughs> Me, Better Matt. Fuck you, Better Matt. <laughs> Jumping down my throat for fucking saying something like that. This is funny. You fucking. This is funny. Scumbag fuckhead. All right. Can I go, please? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not done. I am not done. You fucking little pleb, you. You fucking trying to talk down to me? Fuck you. Furl's wearing shoes with three Velcro straps. Technically six. <laughs> He's a kindergartner. A kindergartner? A kindergartner? Kindergartners know how to fucking tie their shoes by that point. <laughs> well, what's Did I know how to tie my shoes in, in kindergarten? I don't know if I did. Yeah, I don't think You're a fucking slow advancing fucking kindergartner, I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow, he really burned kindergarten you. Fucking kindergarten is a piece of shit. Listen, I had two cassette tapes in kindergarten. Green jelly and vanilla, vanilla ice. Thank you. Little pig, little pig. Yeah, I love I mean. that song. Uh, all right, my number five is a pretty pretty big one. It's a product one. It's Coke versus Pepsi, baby. Oh, boy. Cookie pep. Cookie pep. I have a little hey. coca pep. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's up? That's my number four. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. Oh, well, shit, go ahead, ding dong. Uh, so when I was, you know, probably in elementary school, okay, so I was so 14 years ago, way more than 14 years ago. <laughs> Are you kidding? I graduated high school 20 years ago. Uh, hey, was that a, I'm confused, is that a young joke? Did you fuck up? <laughs> you definitely no, did fuck up. It wasn't a joke at all. Oh, really? <laughs> that was factual? <laughs> Listen. I'm trying to stay in between you two. <laughs> okay. So in the 90s, I thought that Pepsi was so much cooler because I think that it did a way better job of marketing to the the kids, you know? Sure. Um, Michael Jackson lighting himself on fire, all that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But boy, Coke is better. Uh, just, I disagree. It just tastes better. I disagree. It absolutely does. Pepsi's better. Uh, it's one of those, sure. you know, you go to a restaurant, and you say, I'll have a Coke, and they say, all we have is Pepsi. I'll say, oh, water's fine. You fucking snob. You're a fucking <laughs> stupid ass snob. You are the fucking worst human being that exists. Uh, is Pepsi okay? No, I'm nope. good. You know what? Nope. I'll just leave this establishment. I'll go somewhere else. Water's fine. Oh, nope. you fucking suck. <laughs> God, I want to spit in your face. <laughs> Man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> How else do you feel about Coke versus Pepsi, man? Um, I like them both. I like them both. I think they're both good sodas. Who'd win in a fight? Polar Bear or Britney Spears? Why? I don't know. Maybe both of them. They both Santa Claus dance. or Michael Jackson? Uh, Man, two pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yikes. Who knows? The but, children will all the children win in that. But fight. I think it's I think Coke versus Pepsi is interesting in the fact that there are other soda companies, not many, but they do exist. Yeah, RC you, Cola. But you never fucking they're they're nowhere. They're nowhere in like the zeitgeist of the world. 
not even close. Um, which I think it's interesting <laughs> because you hear of so many, <laughs> think about this, right? Think about everyone's criticism of like huge co- like corporations. You never hear anybody complaining about Coke or Pepsi. And they're like the, like the only two major players there are, even though I, I think Coke is like substantially bigger than Pepsi. Yes. Um, yeah, probably. I don't think it's much of a, much of a rivalry, but you know, think of two, it's Coke and Pepsi. So, and they also yeah. own every other beverage company that you like, right. you go in and buy it. It's likely owned. Who does? Who puts out Monster? I think it's Coke. Probably. I think it's Coke. Where is it bottled by? Monster Energy. Uh, well, it's like they also own like a bunch of like food things too. Doesn't like one of them own like Doritos? Whoever puts out all those. Yeah, the Yum Brands I think is associated with Pepsi, who is uh, like um, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. Isn't that crazy to think about when you think of brands and products where <clears throat> you can trace them back all to like a handful of c- companies? Yeah, so like Pepsi owns Tropicana and Dole, and Lipton, Gatorade, Rockstar, Aquafina. Whereas Coke has Dasani, Smart Water, Powerade, Vitamin Water, Nestle. Who the hell made. bottles Monster? Because that's what I'm going to give my allegiance to. <laughs> uh, no, Monster is also uh, Coca-Cola. There you go, Coca-Cola. It's my, it's my number one company ever. <laughs> number one company ever. Yeah, uh, that's uh, my number five. Have, and number three would be the uh, Keurig Dr. Pepper that has RC Cola. Keurig? Up. Yeah, Keurig, owns Dr. Keurig Dr. Pepper is the name of the company. No shit. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they have, they have Snapple. Nantucket Nectars. Man, everything you're saying. A&W. Everything you're saying is all third place or below. Yeah. It's so funny <laughs> that they own essentially what would be my third choice in every department of soda or beverage. It's like, Snapple's oh, you want- better than Nestle, I'll tell you that much. Snapple's better than Oh, okay. Nestle. What the fuck? 7-Up Seven 7-Up Seven is better than Sierra Mist. Yeah, that's say. true. But is 7-Up better than Sprite? No. No, no, of course not. Um... And I think Mug, so Mug is Pepsi's, Barks is Coke's, and A and W is RC. A and W's pretty good. And it's like pretty Mug. good. I like I Barks. Like it's got bite. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I think root beer is fucking trash. You think root beer is trash? I hate root beer so much. He's too straight edge for root beer. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. I I've, No. I love ginger ale. There's no caffeine in ginger ale. What does that have to do with? It's what? ale. It's an ale. I think he's mainly referring to the root beer part. The beer oh, so there's part. no caffeine or root beer either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have no idea. No, there yeah, isn't. There, there's not. All right. I get it. Uh, so that was your number four, Matt. Yeah. yeah. So, Fro, we're already back to you. Wow. Number four. I Fro, can't wait to roast you. I am. You left your house in sweatpants, huh? Yeah, dude. What happened to your life? Uh, I don't know. Are I've you been... that sad? No. I... Are things bad I have you, been wearing sweatpants for quite some time. <laughs> some might say all day. Yes, all day. So my number four rivalry is uh, Varg versus Euronymous, the mayhem rivalry. That's pretty good. <clears throat> so uh, such a strong rivalry that one of them murdered the other. Oh, okay. I I didn't know what the hell you're talking about for a second. <laughs> and I was like, and then when you better met, we're like, oh, cool. I was like, what the fuck am I missing? <laughs> but now I understand what you're saying. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, uh, the band Mayhem, the uh, Norwegian black metal band. I'll pull some up. Uh, Mayhem. I actually uh, listened to the album, uh, the first album by Mayhem the other day. 
actually like it. Really? Dude, yeah, which yeah. I actually thought I would have hated it because I thought the production would have been way shittier. Uh, but it's actually much better than I thought. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, pretty much what happened was uh, Varg was some kid from Norway who... Uh, Did you say their first album? Yeah. Uh, it's got the red cover. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, I don't like your view, but um, Varg was some kid from Norway who was a fan who, you know, just went to go check out uh, Band Mayhem, and he was very into them. And he uh, didn't play anything at the time, and he eventually got looped into the band by Euronymous, <clears throat> um, who was the guitarist of Mayhem. Uh, but Euronymous was very big into like marketing more so and varg was somebody that was burning down churches he started to believe all the shit that the band stood for quote unquote because uh, true more true norwegian black metal blah, 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 true norwegian black metal was all about satan and fucking 666 and the devil and so uh Euronymous was big on being like yeah that was my idea you know, burning down churches. I said we should have done that stuff, and so it's my idea. But Varg was like, nah, man, I've been doing that shit. Like, I believe in that. And he, uh, <clears throat> eventually, uh, someone in the, like, crew stabbed somebody to death, and Euronymous was like, I told you to do that. Yeah, man, that that was all me. And, he was, and Varg was like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it was. Uh, and it pretty much it was just like this... One dude was just somebody that just talked a lot of sh- game, and the other one legitimately did all this stuff. Did you say talk a lot of sh- game? Did uh, you just just censor yourself? No, I was well. Talk a lot of shit. I think is different than say talking a lot of game. Got it. Um, you've seen the movie, right? Yes. Man, um, is that movie awesome? What's that? The movie's so awesome. Yeah, it's a uh, brutal too. <laughs> and um, at the end, I was like, I was like laughing because it's. It's like funny, right? It's it's brutal, but it's also kind of funny because it's so ridiculous. And my wife was like, "What are you What are you laughing about? This is disgusting." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no, you just don't get it. Like, it is funny. I promise. I promise you, it's funny. I'm not like a twisted individual." Um, um but yeah. So eventually, it led to Varg being like, "I'm going public with all this shit. I'm going to do it." And Euronymous, uh, the guitarist, was like, "Don't do that. It's going to be bad for us." And so he said, fuck it, I'm doing it anyways. He, t- he told the story, and eventually he got arrested for the church burnings and the murder. Uh, but they didn't really have any real evidence against him. So eventually, a big metal publication reached out, and uh, the guitarist did the interview and talked about it and everything. Uh, but the singer, the bassist, Varg, he ended up being on the cover, but it's just like him saying all this stuff and marketing is like, no, fuck that. Like, it's all like, that's not metal. We're not going on tour because uh, Euronymous wanted to go on tour. It's like, yeah, we got to fucking promote ourselves now. And Varg was like, that's not what our band's about. Our band is about the devil, dude. <clears throat> uh, and the other dude was like, that's stupid. We should go on tour now. And then so eventually Varg was like, I'm fucking done. I'm out of this shit. This is bullshit. You're, you're, you're fake. And then so uh, eventually uh Euronymous was like okay here i'll give you here's a contract we'll be done i'll give you all your money that you you're owed and we can pretty much end it there and mayhem's gonna continue its thing and varg was like cool and then he's like nope fuck that i'm gonna murder him so varg just decided to just murder the guitarist of mayhem Euronymous, uh in his house and stabbed him 26 times uh and once in the head 
Uh, so I think that was a pretty decent rivalry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so here's a little bit of mayhem for y'all. I'll just probably just skip ahead. Is this just what you liked? Yeah, it's so good. No, uh, you can probably just go to the next song. This is like an intro. Death Crutch. This is so stupid. <laughs> uh, I kind of like it, but it's definitely stupid. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's dumb, that's for sure, but I mean, so is like Cannibal Corpse, but I- No, was, Cannibal Corpse is like good. No, I, I I enjoy Cannibal Corpse way more than Mayhem. I thought this was going to sound substantially different. Well, like Naglfar? Well, Naglfar rules. N- Naglfar rules, dude. Uh, well, I've heard like old black, metal and some of the quality is just like straight shit oh yeah and i was surprised that it sounded better than it did holy uh, shit naglfar has got a 2020 release sarah cloth we gotta fucking hear this <laughs> <laughs> it starts with the same in the mayhem fucking album started <laughs> with it's gotta be true oh yeah, this is true black metal this is true oh fuck yeah Yep, yep, that rules. That fucking rules. Naglefar. <laughs> Naglefar, uh, good. Uh, but yeah, the Mayhem rivalry, Varg and Euronymous. Uh, one of them's dead, and one of them is a uh, out of jail now. So <laughs> Amazing how little time he's done. Yeah, he was. Oh, I think he was only charged for like 24 years. <laughs> good for him. And he got out early on just good behavior. All right. But then he, uh, he, he during the time he escaped jail, uh, he uh, hijacked somebody on the road to escape. He had a bunch of guns on him. Uh, he has a bunch of manifestos, uh, all these white power things. Uh, pretty nuts how uh, okay that is uh, in, that, in that area. <laughs> well, I mean, when the population's mostly already all white, I mean... Oh, I mean, it's not like it's like, yeah, he can just walk on a stop and shop and everything's like fine, albeit it's very local reference. Um, but like he's been banned from a lot of places. Uh, but even like the even the like the weird like terrorism aspects of him like bombing places and having all these like threats out, and it's just like, yeah, you're just gonna get uh, probation. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, my number four. Uh, <clears throat> my number four is. Jerry versus Newman. <laughs> Newman. Seinfeld? Newman. Yeah, dude. That's a good rivalry. That's such uh, a good rivalry. It's a great rivalry because it is it it's kind of comes out of nowhere and they don't really go into any type of real backstory. It's just they don't like each other and it's great. <laughs> um <clears throat> Have always- they ever touched upon it? Why they don't like each other? Yeah. I think Jerry was just like, I don't know. He's just creepy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, just, and Newman is very funny. He's very creepy. And sometimes they have to help each other out and they don't want to or like. Who's the actor? Wayne Knight? I don't know. I think he's dead. No. Newman? Wayne Knight is not dead. Um, but I like the rivalry because like, I, like as I mentioned, it doesn't 
it's a story that exists unto itself and doesn't ever really detach or or detract, I should say, from any normal storyline or relationships in that show. It's it's so good. And only them have that type of uh like contentious relationship between them. Like other people don't like Newman, but Jerry and Newman, that's where that's where <laughs> they uh they butt heads. Newman. Newman. <laughs> it's always something. And uh it's it's awesome. I just love it. I don't know. There's not really much to say about I, it. I have not wants- watched all of Seinfeld, but they they do interact with each other amicably at times, right? If they have to, right? Yeah. So they, you know, if if you have to team up with the villain for the greater good, right? And that's kind of the idea. Because descri- n- and Wikipedia says Seinfeld described Newman as the Lex Luthor to his Superman. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> there you go. Um, because Newman is friends with Kramer. Yeah, and by proxy, he's going to be around Seinfeld at times. Yes. Okay. Because obviously Kramer always hangs out in Seinfeld's apartment, so he just knew where to go. Did he, Newman live in the building as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was on a, a either down the hall or, d- or different floor, but yeah, he lives in the same building, which is I'd love to know how much rent in that building is on the Upper West Side. Probably a shitload. But then it's like, how does like a mailman afford it? Who's the mailman? Oh, yeah. Newman. I, didn't th- I mean. And doesn't Kramer live there too? Yeah, he doesn't even have a job. That's why it's just so weird because Jerry is a so Jerry is a celebrity on the show. He is he's like on the Tonight Show. He does all these gigs. He flies around. Yeah, successful he, comedian. Yeah, successful comedian. He buys like his parents a Cadillac outright, so he has money. But he lives in this apartment. Into well, what, he could be modest. What, like, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. I always thought that I always thought that was an interesting aspect of. Sure Does George work. and or uh, Elaine live in that apartment as well? No, no, those two do not. No, there's an episode where uh, Ch- Jerry tries to get Elaine an apartment, and then they promise it to somebody else, and he has to like tell her that <laughs> she can't have it. I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's funny. It's funny. It's a whole lot to do. Yeah, that's my number four. Seinfeld and Newman. Yeah, better man. You're number three. Number three. Uh, let's see. Let us go with. Star Trek and Star Wars. What rivalry here? <clears throat> Actually, I don't know. That's well, not true. There's just, definitely a there's a fan rivalry. No, I know, oh, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I, I my initial thought was Star Wars is like is so much bigger. But upon thinking about it for half a second, Star Trek's got a real big fan base, and it's yeah. got a real big lineage to it. Yeah, it sucks too. The it, whole the it, whole convention culture is from star trek yeah and like fro said it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay you really like the last couple star wars movies huh buddy i still like them i would watch those movies over any of the star trek movies (laughs) (laughs) all right star trek rules i here's the thing with me and star trek i think i would like it if i ever gave it a fair shot but i just refuse to do so (laughs) i bet you wouldn't like the old show i don't know i heard it's pretty good like oh. the 60s show? Oh. Yeah. The, <laughs> no, I don't think you would like the old show. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't. You'd probably like Discovery, the should, new show. Is that the one I should watch? That's the one Whoopi Goldberg did. No, it's not. Is uh, Whoopi on Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. Was well, like a, as a nun? <laughs> Space nun. <laughs> She's trying to escape again. She, <laughs> she, gets, her, she gets on the ship. She's like, I'm a clergy <laughs> child. Is she next generation? Yeah, she's on next generation. She's even in one of the next gen movies. 
She, There's uh, a ton of different spinoffs, right? Oh, yeah. So you have... There's the original show, and then they did an animated series. TOS. And then there's Next Generation, Voyager, uh, Sorry, Deep Space is Nine. Next Generation uh, Picard? Yeah. Okay. Um, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise, Discovery. Discovery. There are nine movies in the original continuity, plus the three reboot movies, which are in the Kelvin timeline. Uh, there's a new cartoon that just came out, um, Lower Decks. There's the Picard show. There is, yeah, there's just tons of stuff. God, man, I can't believe that's like still a viable thing. Yeah, it's been around since 1966. That's wild. So Star Trek's older. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's just so much more to it than Star Wars. I th- you know what the thing is for me? Like, for Star Wars, there are three really good movies and six movies. What are the of three really good movies? The original trilogy. Okay, just the original trilogy. I wasn't sure right. if you were gonna say that any of the new ones, like the first one, was really good or whatever. And then, well, and they're just of like wildly varying quality. Like mm-hmm. some of them on the surface are like the Force Awakens could have been really good, but it actually like falls apart because of how it's finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like it less because of how the whole trilogy ended, you know, and then the prequels are mostly not good. There are some, you know, the Mandalorian is really good, um, but I've never watched any of the other cartoons. So it's tough to say. Uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the fucking Clone Wars? Clone Wars is good. Uh, I haven't watched all of it, but the little bit I've watched is it's entertaining and I hear it. Obviously, people swear by it. And then there's Rebels. Kids like Rebels. It's like a spinoff of Clone Wars, I think. Um, now I think if that take Rebels takes place, I think in the uh, original trilogy timeline. Oh, really? I don't know. Hence Rebels. <clears throat> uh, but like where Star Trek, there's just so much of it, and so much of it is really, really good. Are um, they canonical at all? Yes. Like everything. So, does, so the TOS, the original series, does that tie in to Next Gen at all? Yes. In fact, the first episode of the uh, of the next gen has a, a character from the original series and later on spock and spock's dad show up in the next gen okay and to, uh all the uh the next series all tie together so deep space nine happens deep space nine and voyager happen at the same time as the next generation and the next generation movies so there are characters that will flip back and forth between them and villains will will go back and forth and and have effects on all of them discovery takes place right before the original series in the 60s uh so spock is in that Um, discovery is before the original yes discovery is a prequel um and the movies I'll carry on. So like the there's the original series movies, which there are six of, that just take place in between the original series and next gen. And then the next gen movies just happen after the next gen ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and are all all ties again all ties in together. This Where does Jordy LaForge come in? Jordy LaForge is in the next generation. He's the man. Jordy LaForge is the man. <laughs> He's the man. Him right. and uh that fucking Burke guy looking dude. What looking dude? Wharf? Yeah, Wharf. <laughs> uh, bark. <laughs> <laughs> wolf, wolf, bark, bark, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wharf is in 
uh, Next Generation and in Deep Space Nine, and he has an ancestor that's in Star Trek VI, which is an original series. Are the Klingons... So, okay, so the Klingons are in the original series? Yes, Klingons were the original bad guys in the original series, like the main big bad, and then based on what happens in Star Trek VI, uh, they end up becoming not bad guys anymore. It's kind of like it's... The Klingons were kind of like the Russians to the United States, and Star Trek VI was like the fall of the Berlin Wall, and they end up becoming allies, although we ended up never actually becoming allies with Russia, I guess. Yeah. Gotcha. This is all I know of Klingons. Hold on. Oh, boy. What? Why? You think there's something, something going on? I, you got something. Is there a word in Klingon for loneliness? Oh, yes. Dark, dark. <laughs> Record off of somebody's TV. So the funny thing is, there is a full Klingon language that you know that linguists put together for some of the movies. So, oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, and there's like a actual like alphabet too. Yeah, you could learn to speak Klingon. <clears throat> Just like you can learn to speak. Uh, what is it? Um, I mean, there's Elvish and the Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, there's several Elvish languages. Elvish. Oh, I'm thinking of. Uh, who are the people from Game of Thrones? The Dothraki. The Dothraki. Yeah. That is very cool. It's crazy to think that people fucking completely create a language for something. It's sure pretty is. cool. You're pretty cool, bro. Wow, what happened? What? Oh, we've turned over a new leaf. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Fro. Rivalry's over. Uh, my, my number three, it might come back up. <clears throat> Edward versus Jacob, baby. Twilight. <laughs> Is that why you're watching these movies? Not because of this fucking list. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. Um, man. Honestly, that's a good pick. Are you team Edward? Uh, which one's that. which? Uh, Edward is the Pattinson, the vampires, and Jacob is uh, Taylor Lautner, the werewolves. So uh, which one? Yeah, which one are you from? The Quillettes versus the Collins. Uh, it's too early to say. Uh, You've watched three of the movies. Three out of the five. I got to know what the fucking culmination is. So you just want to see who the winner is? Yeah, this is why I watch the movies. I'm like, who's got a, who's winning? Is that how you like do you like your your political leanings? Is uh, when there's like a like a race, you don't say anything. You wait till someone wins. You go, yeah, that one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's who sure. I voted for all along. <laughs> um, no, but so in our timeline, what a what an actual iconic cultural like impactful thing. Team Edward versus Team Jacob. Twilight was so huge. What if you're Team Bella? Fuck Team Bella. If you're Team <laughs> Bella, you're an idiot. I have never seen. That's all I know about. I know that they're sparkly vampires. And sparkly vampires, werewolves. None of them wear shirts. I'm not ever. even sure I knew there were werewolves. Yeah, they're werewolves. Really? You didn't know that? Werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> werewolves, not swearwolves. Watch your mouth. Um, uh, yeah. The vampires sparkle, which is. That fucking reveal was so silly. Uh, I couldn't, <laughs> like. You want to see what we look like? <laughs> and fucking, he opens up his goddamn button-up shirt, and all of a sudden, he just starts fucking twinkling. He looks so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Have you what, seen all of them? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the director was telling Robert Pattinson during that scene, but he looks like he looks like Zoolander trying to pose. Yes, uh, that's my take on most of the movies. Is that like everybody's got a stupid fucking face on? Yeah, everybody's just like, oh, ooh, ooh. they all look like SNL caricatures by Bill Hader. Yes, so that makes me when I watch that 
Twilight uh, parody that they did, where Bill Hader is the fucking Frankenstein at the stool at uh, the school. <laughs> it's so much fucking. It makes more sense now. <laughs> uh, everybody's so dumb looking in this movie. Um, I'm not enjoying myself uh, pretty much in the least bit, uh, but I'm just doing it just to do it. Um, right now, if I was to choose right now, I think I'm team Edward. No, come on. What are you, an <laughs> asshole? What are you, an asshole? I might be. Why? I might be an asshole. You're an idiot. I might be. I don't know. It's him, uh, Jacob, dude. Is, I just put a shirt on every now and then. No! <laughs> what, are you kidding me? He's fucking ripped out of his fucking skull in that movie. I dude, that you, uh, even, like two. even I would touch my tongue to the tip of his dick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> those movies are weird. I don't know. I don't know yet. Maybe maybe I'm not. I don't fucking know yet. Let me finish the movies and I'll get back and to also, you. And also, the werewolves are way cooler. They are. Uh, when I was watching it, I just couldn't fucking... I couldn't help myself but fucking crack up when... The vampires like start feuding with somebody real quick and just like they all just kind of go <sighs> and it's so silly <laughs> and it's so silly and there's no fangs boo like people don't have fangs in this I'm a vampire uh it's pretty silly holy shit so I'm reading about uh about Edward Cullen here and it says that the writer she felt that the only person that could really play Edward Cullen is Henry Cavill and she was <laughs> pissed pissed that he couldn't couldn't be in the movie she says the most disappointing thing for me is losing my perfect edward because he was 24 thus too old to realistically fill the role wow yeah i I mean i don't know uh kristen seward is a fucking vacuum of any sort of like (laughs) talent in that movie like in that movie in any movie she's ever been in she's a robot specifically in this movie like brutal I don't know how she fucking got past the 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 audition. Like she is rough to watch. Uh, there's a scene where they fucking they go and reach the fucking like radio knob at the same time and they touch hands and she just lets out this like <gasps> oh it's bad. The camera fucking shots are brutal. Everything is close up. It's everything is so dramatic for no reason. Uh, I never watch these style movies, but for some reason I'm doing it now. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, again, the rivalry between the two is just like, obviously, the fandom was fucking massive. Uh, isn't she? Um, did she come out of the? Is, is she gay? She's oh. like a. My, my wife calls her a soft, soft butch. A soft butch. Yeah, it's I guess the term. Huh. I don't know. I've never heard that. Soft butch. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> What's a hard butch? Uh, a orange is the new black. Uh, you know. Dudish woman. Yeah, Dylan Meyer. Girl it says here that she's just bisexual. Huh? It says on Wikipedia that she's bisexual. She's probably yeah, she's probably bi. She probably swings uh, either way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive. I if it is, I'm sorry. Uh it's no, I'm not trying to be. Twenty nine? Yeah. I mean How that, old is she in those movies? Eleven? They came out the first one came out in two thousand eight. Jesus. So Alright. Yeah. Um but I mean, again, the imp- like it was a fucking huge thing. Like the Twilight movies were gigantic. That feud, fandom wise, crazy. In the movie, they're both trying to fuck the same girl, uh, and it gets fucking weirdly like date rapey at times. Uh, oh, this is so, such a funny scene. If you considering movies, that he's like a hundred years old and she's seventeen, yeah, hundred nine, yeah, that's a little, <laughs> little, little date rapey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a funny ass scene where Edward gets fucking 
cucked by fucking Jacob so bad uh, where they're up in the wood, they're up in the fucking mountains and it's snowing and they're in the tent and she's like dying of uh, the cold. Hypothermia. Yeah, and Ed- Edward is sitting there, he can't warm her up because he has no fucking body temperature and so he's sitting there like struggling and so Jacob comes in the tent and he gets in her like sleeping bag and is just sitting there holding her while he's shirtless so it's just Edward watching fucking Jacob holding his fucking girlfriend soon to be wife I remember that and I was just I started fucking dying I'm like holy shit he's fucking he's he's a cuck so bad (laughs) (laughs) I loved it and he can't do anything about it watching this fucking shirtless buff dude hold his fucking wife oh you like me like watch me hold your wife huh well it's funny because he you know Edward could read minds too and he's like Jacob is thinking about some shit he's like can you fucking keep it down in your head and I like Does pictures. He? Yeah. Oh my god. And I like picture is him fucking like tapping her ass with his little fucking wolf boner. His little uh his little dog you, bone. You think he has a little, yeah, a little dog. Yeah, his human bone is still a dog bone. His lipstick's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, my number three, Edward versus Jacob, Twilight. Jeez, what would please. what would happen if Taylor Lautner had to get into a sleeping bag with your wife, bro, and keep her warm? What do you think? No, chew on his left nipple. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I mean, how would you feel? You know, how would, would I you... feel? I'd I'd be pissed, and then I'd get the shit kicked out of me by jackass Taylor Lautner. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel. I'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it is Taylor Lautner. I mean, yeah, I couldn't it's like blame nothing anybody. you could do about it, right? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd be like, what am I gonna do? Who would I? I think it'd be selfish of me to deny my wife to be cuddled by such a. Actually, I think Matt, you would be like, "Hey, uh, is there room for one more?" But yeah, but it's a sleeping bag. It's obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Then, I'm not gonna look like an asshole in front of Taylor Lautner. Kick, <laughs> kick your wife out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, I'll go in there." <laughs> uh, Matt, what's your number three? My number three is Disney. I'm sorry, Walt Disney World versus Universal Studios. Florida. Uh, I thought you were going to say Disney World versus, versus Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. I. Right. Disney World so, is way better than Disneyland. So. I I am going to. I have such a fucking problem with the <laughs> Disneyland, Disney World aspect of it. The reason why I have such a problem with it is almost exclusively, almost exclusively, a lot of podcasts and a lot of bloggers. Um, the more, uh, not the more known ones, but a lot of them, they are, they were like Californian based and they mm-hmm. talk about Disneyland and they, I don't know, they just have this like skew of Disneyland being so much better than Disney world. God, it sucks. And it's, I don't so- know. My understanding, I think you're absolutely right, Matt, that it is like there it's just the one that they have the easiest access to and that's the one that they think is the best. What I my understanding is that like the theming and the transitions is is really well thought out and done, but like the sheer scale of Disney World, you know. I don't even I don't even remember the transitions being That's the thing. The trans they're not they're not as well done. And also like the theme like some of the queue lines for rides in Disneyland are like ropes. That's it. But that's like part of the charm because it was it's it's more true to the date that it or the original, opened. right? Right. It's it's 
it's more charming in the aspect that Walt actually was in that park and saw the whole thing through and it's got a lot of history so that aspect it's, it's super awesome and by the way i'm not like knocking disneyland by any means but yo fuck disneyland but when i'm listening to a podcast and they like shit on disney world and like boast about disneyland i don't i don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're talking about just from a sheer just from the sheer idea of offerings you know how many fucking like hotels disneyland has but, but that's not that's not the fucking experience, though. <laughs> no, but the point is, is as the as far as a vacation destination, Disney World is a vacation destination. You go to Disney World, you spend. If you've never been there, you could spend two weeks there, easy. Do something new every single moment, the entire time. You can't do two weeks at Disneyland. <laughs> not even fucking close. You, you do could, a day at Disneyland. Yeah, if you're good at it, you could do like <laughs> in my if I went to Disneyland, I myself would probably go there for like 5 days. And in 5 days, I could probably I not probably, I would be able to do everything. Everything. I can't do I've been to Disney World so many times. I st- I do I still do new shit every time I go down. Every time I go down. It's not like new shit that they just built. It's new stuff that I just haven't gotten to do yet. I just want to also remind everybody, your pick was Disney World versus Universal Studios. <laughs> yes. We just got them going on something else. I, well, but to be fair, though, you also have never been to Disneyland. No, I haven't been there myself. Oh, but you should go. I know, I know the park pretty well. Yeah. I only went, and it was the fucking torrential downpour thunderstorms, so the, the park was pretty much closed, and I just did not have a good time. The Haunted Mansion at Disneyland is, looks fucking cool. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is cool. It's missing a room. It's smaller than the one at Disney World. Well, it's not I mean, missing a room. I should say everything. Is Anyways, let's go into your actual pick. <sighs> You'll you can go off all day. I so I, I I can't. It, I, it's just because of those people. I just I don't know what they're talking about. Just be respectful of both. They both have things that are great. That's all. That's all I got to say. Uh, anywho, uh, so yeah. So Disney World versus Universal Studios, Florida. The reason why I picked these ones specifically is because they are down the street from one another. And they, they had happen. What? How did that happen? What? That the down the street from one yes. another? Because Disney World opened, and then other people tried to capitalize on the market. But and how do they go, fucking manage to get here. in the same spot? Because I just told you, Disney World, Disney World opened, and Disney is such a name that if you're a company, you also have a theme park. And Disney World opened somewhere in some place of the world. You could open up near them and get and be a successful business just off of spillover from Disney. Gotcha. Like it's just that simple. But with Universal Studios, Florida, the reason why I put this down is because they're they're directly in competition with each other as two very high end theme parks. You know who wins too? Who wins? Universal Studios. Because they have the Spider-Man ride? Spider-Man ride, baby. Spider-Man ride. <laughs> I was just talking about that in the car on the way here. I was flipping with my wife in the car. <laughs> I've never had a better time in my life than on that fucking ride. You know what? I, You've I never had a better time in your life no. than on that ride. I, I cried from happiness at my wedding so much, but it doesn't even touch the two times that I was on that <laughs> Spider-Man ride. Fro, there's a new Apple Watch app called Thwip. 
and uh, it has like a, it's like a soundboard app, and there's like a Spider-Man Spider Thwip sound, Ooh, and uh, you can um, you know essentially the idea is if you put the put it in your hand like it is the. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you mean like reverse the watch face so it's on your wrist? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, Silly. Continue. So both these parks have, they have done things and they've made moves to counteract each other. That's why I say it's a rivalry. So Universal acquired Harry Potter and they built Hogwarts and they built that whole thing. And it pulled numbers away from Disney World. It was like one of the first times it ever happened. Not yeah. hu- not huge numbers at all, not even close. But I mean, Harry Potter was such a huge property that Universal had, and they were they were using it, and they were using it well. It wasn't even some bullshit; like they went all out. So, what did Disney respond with? Star Wars. So they so they're they are doing things to combat each other. What is an Universal avatar. now? <laughs> yeah, an Avatar. Yeah, sure. Um, so now <laughs> now Universal has Nintendo. I'm excited for that. Me too. And this is the best part about it, right? Who wins in all this? We do. We get awesome shit because of these two people competing. Competition is always good for growth and it drives innovation a lot of the time. It is good for us as consumers to have these two giant, you know, theme parks going at it because they're always going to try to outdo each other. So I think the Harry Potter land or whatever the heck it's called is the first time that Universal had something where it was like, yeah, come to Florida to go to Universal. Yes. It was always like, it, it was always the, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to Orlando, I'm going to Disney, and maybe I'll spend a day at Universal while I'm here. But then, it, you know, for the first time, it was like, oh, no, I want to, that's going to be a thing. It's it's changed it for the first time. Yep. And, um, and now they're like doing this whole big renovation called Epic Universe at Universal. And they're really... They're really leaning. They're trying to make it a a Disney World esque similar situation where there's going to be so much offered. It's going to be comparable. I don't know if it's going to be comparable in size to Disney World, but it's going to have multiple gates, uh, a huge shopping center, and a night out. It's this huge, huge, huge renovation. It's going to be similar to Disney World. It's really, really cool. I don't remember while we were there. Are there many characters in Universal? Yes, uh, Streetmosphere. They have like um. They have the Blues Brothers that drive around yeah, uh, in a cop car. Yeah, they have... Uh, All I remember is the Cat in the Hat. That's the only thing I remember. The Cat in the Hat. They have um, like old-timey movie actors. They have like a Marilyn Monroe impersonator and stuff like that that come out. So, yeah, they do. But they're like they're like I said, they're old-timey movie stars. Gotcha. But that's my number three. Better Matt, number two. My number two, I think I'll go with... Uh, I'm torn between two different ones. It depends on how I want the conversation to go. I'll stick with my original thought. Android and iPhone. Oh. Android. I got, okay. Before you before you go. Before you go yeah. on. Yeah. So for work, I, uh, I'm working on a project that has to do with mobile device management. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have a iPhone 11 Pro from work and I have an Android uh, S10 for work. They gave you two phones? Yeah, because I need because we offer them both to our to people that work there, so I need to test with both of them. And Makes sense. the fucking Android sucks <laughs> so fucking much; it froze on me. It is a brand new, fucking top of the line S10. There's nothing on it. It's not being used, 
It's brand new, out of like out of the box, formatted, and all it has is like two apps on it. Two fucking apps. And also these same two apps exist on the iPhone. The f- it fucking froze. It just it like it'll freeze on me. It'll just fucking freeze because Android sucks so goddamn much. And the people that are like that like shit on iPhone, I don't know what fucking like what flea market you bought your iPhone at where it didn't work for you. You're out of your fucking mind. Android sucks so fucking much. I don't know about like a Google phone. I don't know about Microsoft phones or whatever. But Android based phones fucking suck. They're shit. They're a garbage fucking product. God, I'll, uh, I hate it. I'll so stick much. with Android. <laughs> oh, bro, How often does your phone understand. break? You always have issues with your phone. You, you don't even get text messages. I got text messages. <laughs> how many, Matt? How many times are we? He's like, I was just, I, mean, I just got the new phone. I had to set it up. It's a new phone and it doesn't even work. It works. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. What did you get? I have the uh, new Samsung Galaxy twenty twenty. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Samsung S Galaxy. It's the Samsung Galaxy. I can't remember if it's the S twenty or S twenty one. I just don't remember the uh, twenty. Is the this year's? Is it uh, just the regular, not the Ultra, not the Note? No, I didn't or get the that. Note I, have, I have the five G Samsung Galaxy. Right, it doesn't matter. Whatever one it got sucks. S twenty. <laughs> I mean, I like it so far. God, I man, you guys are hitting me on all these fucking like <clears throat> little things that have been bothering me. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting because. Um, Obviously, there are people that have strong feelings in both directions. You know, I worked at Apple for many years. And so when I left Apple and first had friends and coworkers that were Android people, I was like, wait, really? I, th- I thought this was just like the cheap phones that they sell in other countries to people who can't afford iPhones. Like, like highways that, like- <laughs> or Huawei's or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, peep, peep, some people seem to like them. You know the 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 Galaxy, the, you know the the Samsung phones are Android, but they have their own like Galaxy skin on top of them. And then Google makes their own Android phones, but they don't make a high end phone. They only make like cheap Android phones um, because Google really doesn't give a shit about Android anymore, and they're just, <laughs> they're totally no bored should. with it. Um, but man, it's definitely people still have strong feelings, uh, and. I'm always talking to people at work. I work with a lot of people that are Android users, and I was just like, I don't get it. And one dude's like, oh, well, yeah, it's my gaming phone. I was like, what are you... That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Your gaming Not necessarily. Phone? So, so some people dumb. are super into that. Not necessarily, but there are a lot of people who are very into the gaming phone thing. And... But, yeah, but... And, hold on. And right now, with Microsoft introducing the xCloud, iPhone's not going to be running that, at least at the moment. So that very well could sway a lot of people over to Android because of the xCloud setup. So here's my argument against that, Fro, is the the processor and graphic processor on an iPhone is considerably more powerful than on any Okay, Android is an phone. iPhone doing it? Yeah. Is the iPhone but, doing but, the xCloud? But, but the thing with xCloud is it doesn't matter how powerful your phone is because it's cloud gaming. The, the game isn't run on your device. So it doesn't matter how powerful your phone is. The game is actually running on a server and streaming to you just like a streaming movie that you control. So, okay. so okay. it is, is iPhone, weird that... Is iPhone going to have the xCloud? Well, so that, that's what I was going to say. Like, it is like, that is definitely a disadvantage now that, that iOS won't have that streaming game thing. Um, but it has nothing to do with like it being a more powerful or less powerful phone. The other uh, thing, too, about that is Microsoft has skin in the game because like they have Xbox. They have they have a gaming section of their their business model. Yeah. Apple doesn't. 
Right. So that that's part of. I mean, I could see why that it yeah. won't be on. But iOS. Apple's been well, super Apple's behind in the gaming world. But that's my whole not point. Not on the is, iPhone, though. But my my point is is that Apple is super behind on the gaming world. It's not a market they're they're interested in. Right. Whereas Microsoft, like I said, already is established in the gaming community. So. Yeah. Well, Apple Apple said that they wouldn't allow the streaming gaming on the iPhone. So, like, whether or not they're going to change their mind about that, who knows? But I think casual gaming I think it on could the hurt them. is huge. Um, it could potentially hurt them. I don't think not having pe- it? I don't think enough people would be like, ah, my one buying criteria is to have access to this xCloud thing. <laughs> um, I don't think enough people would do that to... You never know. I don't, I don't know, but... <clears throat> I, I, I know Google already failed with it. Uh, go go with this uh, Stadia. Stadia with that fucking bombed in a heartbeat. <laughs> why? <laughs> so that's why. So that's why Apple's smart because they're like, we're not even gonna fucking bother. Do I think Apple could make an awesome gaming system? Of course. Do I think Google could? Yeah, I think they probably did. Right? What What was wrong with Stadia? Uh, they just didn't have. It just sucked. It just. I don't. I don't know exactly. I just know it couldn't handle uh, running yeah, half the shit. They don't have the focus, right? They, yeah, they do too many different things. Yeah, Google so. should not. No. Be on board with that. If you didn't start 15 years ago at minimum in gaming, if don't, not now, don't do you it never now. were. That's well, right. you know, you know what they say, the best time to start something is 15 years ago. The second best time is right now. Uh, well, I'll take the first. <laughs> anyway, that's my number 2, Android versus the iPhone. All right. <clears throat> is it me? Yeah. Number 2. My number 2 is uh this one comes from Lord of the Rings. It is uh Smeagol versus Gollum. The internal uh, rivalry that he had in his own head. Uh, so you've never read these books? Of course not. Oh my god, no! It's, it's not a th- watching Twilight movies. <laughs> it's not a not a thing in the books. But it's in the movies, right? Kinda, <laughs> kinda. I mean, well, yeah, sure. I mean, there's Smeagol and there's Gollum. Gollum is the more twisted, you know, wants the uh, corrupted by the ring, and Smeagol is the kind of more good natured. Uh, mentality and it's his, you know, his id versus his ego, uh, for the most part. Uh, one is obsessed with the ring, one is not, and wants to kind of help out. Um, and he has, you know, conflicts with, you know, stupid hobbits, uh, filthy <coughs> hobbits, hobbits. Um, but yeah, so I think I think the the internal conflict that he always has, where he's just like, they they talk at we. It's a it's a there's a pluralization to how they communicate themselves like you know we do this we we this and it's like you know uh whenever he's interacting with the hobbits he's like yes you know master let's just say bilbo you know uh frodo frodo sorry master frodo so on and then it's just like you know then i'll just quickly turn to like stupid hobbits like and then it'll just start arguing with themselves into that or they just fucking just start arguing um i always found it super entertaining i enjoyed the the like that <laughs> meant that fucking mental handicap of his where he just couldn't not fight himself because he was so obsessed at least one half of his brain was so obsessed with this this precious this ring uh that it just they struggle to exist uh for the most part i mean that's really it i hear ya. Do you think uh, Andy Serkis is going to be good as Alfred in the Batman? Is that is that him? He's in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Uh, is he CGI? <laughs> <laughs> I meant the, the whole fucking movie, but for some reason they CGI'd Alfred. <laughs> now I just like the concept that Andy Serkis is 
like he's like a pioneer for like motion cap stuff. Um, like what they, about him directing the new Venom? He's directing it. Yeah. Does he have directing uh, experience? He directed a Mowgli movie, uh, Legend of the Jungle. Mowgli. Okay. Yeah. So is that what is that? Is that that's not a sanctioned movie? Well, Mowgli like it's a Netflix J- Jungle Book. So, yeah. Is it, I know it's like a what a public uh public domain yeah. public domain. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's like about you know I think it's the same sort of human child raised by wolves must face off against a menacing tiger named Shere Khan. So Jungle Book. So. Well, yeah. I mean, but it, I mean, they're just all pulling off their stories. Like, I mean, anybody could probably put out an Alice in Wonderland thing. Yeah. No. It's got to be very careful. Yeah. So there uh, are things about it that Disney owns. Yeah, I was about to say the. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they can't have it. Yeah, but Mowgli in the Jungle Book. It's not like the Jungle Book came out forty years ago, the new live action one. So I just don't understand why they put them out so close why I put together. It, yeah. I Is mean, I don't know. Direct to Netflix, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's already out. It was already. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. Real weird. Real uh, weird. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm sure with fine with Andy Circus. I don't. I feel like he's not old enough for that role. But I mean, you know, bring back Michael Caine. <laughs> M- Michael. I Kine. filed you. He well, was born so. in '64. Wow. So, so, what? so he's 56. That is kind of young, even for a year one, year two Batman. Because you'd think like he's got a Batman's got to be at least thirty, right? I don't know. I don't. I'll know. check his driver's license. All hey, right. you think Batman? No, oh, Bruce Wayne must have a driver's license, right? Yeah, he drives the Batmobile. Yeah, where do you fucking register the Batmobile? Shit's got street legal. Motherfuckers breaking the law left and right. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm fine with Andy Serkis doing that. I don't, I don't really care. It's whatever. Uh, I didn't know he was in it. But yeah, uh, Smeagol, Gollum. Uh, there's not much to talk about. Uh, they struggle uh, in this their own head. This is a goofy pick, bro. Whatever. I enjoy it, though. I, <laughs> I, I enjoy the the little internal rivalry. All right. So my number two might be, is a very popular one, but I I, I had to put it on my list. Uh, Zune versus iPod? <laughs> no. Zune was okay. That? Did you have one? No, I never had one, but I, I, I read an article about um, the capabilities of Zune. It just never, it just didn't catch. No. Um, Too late in the game. Hey, and it was too brown. It's too brown. Whoa. Not enough brown. Too much brown. It's got too, too, too much brown. What is that? Uh, the play on Jim Croce's Bad News Brown. Oh, okay. Um, What was I saying? Oh, my number two. And that's so funny that what we're talking about right now because my number two is Batman and Joker. Uh, okay. So I know Batman. They're kind of more lovers than anything, right? What? What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh... You, I mean, you complete me. You complete me. When you think of Batman, you think of the Joker. They, they are not me. What, who do you think of? Robin. As far as rivalries go, well, he slapped you the shit out of him that car, dude. <laughs> That's true. There's that meme, the slapping Robin meme. But this two, the thing is, is you read a lot. If if you read Batman comics and you you read through them. You're like, great, these are all great, but then a, but then the Joker shows up, and you're like, oh, shit's about to go down. To me, that is a like a good test of a rivalry that has like substance to it and weight when it happens and it has an effect on you. Bro, you mentioned all right, 
what happens when the Bruins play, I don't know, let's say the, let's say the Florida Panthers. I, I don't particularly care, but I want to see what Nolachari does. Sure. But what happens when the Bruins play the Canadians? Uh, I just want the Bruins to win real bad. Right. It's just like, it's like, it's something about that matchup that gives you the heebie-jeebies or the tinglies. Yeah. Makes your butt quiver. Uh, yeah. Right, Fro? I don't know if my butt's ever quivered. Uh, Never? I think I think mine did once and it really hurt. <laughs> okay. Um, But Batman Joker is a... a a rivalry that's been around almost what a hundred years? No, eighty years. Eighty years. So okay, uh, uh, almost a hundred. You know what? That's still almost a hundred. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all compared right, all right. to two, it's, it's almost a hundred. <laughs> it's closer to a hundred than it is to zero. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's my number two. I, I couldn't. I couldn't not have it on my list. And I the makes I, sense. I have other like honorable mentions too, but it was just it's too big to me. It's 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 it is the biggest comic book rivalry in my mind entirely. Hmm. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say the 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 next one that you could also throw in that would be Xavier Magneto. But they like are on the same team as much as they aren't. You know. Yeah, yeah. but like I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can. I can. There's no way to argue it. Like, there's no, there's no real. Be like, no. I'd say another one would be Spider-Man Venom. I, I know they're on the same team a lot as well, but it's it's one of those things where you think of one, you think of the other. But Batman Joker, it's it's the biggest one to me. Oh, we got number ones. Yeah. Oh well, shit. If you like the show, support you. Go go to patreon.com slash network. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at top five of death. And if you have a death and how you died, send that death to top five of death. You're trying to do your best micro machines hot wheels fucking uh rivalry there? And if you have a death on how you died, you send it to top five of death at gmail.com. Nice. That was pretty good. Nice. So oh also check out some other shows. Check out Over Under Fair and Roll for Damage, Sleep with the Light On. Encyclocomica. Grown-ass gamers. Grown-ass gamers. I always forget grown-ass gamers. Grown-ass gamers is out now. We just had a new episode. Fro's on it. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, me. Fro's on the latest episode of grown-ass gamers. So when I bring my fucking video game knowledge, unlike Matt, I ain't going to call fucking Sweet Tooth Twisty like a dumbass. Honestly, (laughs) one of the most embarrassing moments of my entire life. Holy shit. You said it, and you pissed me off when I heard about it. I was so... When I realized I said it, and I, I... I... Listen, I hate being wrong. And I was so wrong. I I hated hearing that you called him twisty. Me too. Me too. Um, I loved it. Shut up, you. Shut up, you. Better man, you ever going to promote your thing on this show? Uh, Are you afraid people might actually go and read it? <laughs> no, I'm not afraid. I I mean, I'm not. I'm not certain that it's good, but it has been an interesting exercise. I guess. <laughs> Why don't you try running? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's been like, yeah. I'm back, baby. <laughs> oh, great. Bro hasn't been here all day, by the way. He's back now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to make you promote it if you don't want to. No, no, no. I just think if, it's weird. No, I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, I haven't been doing it for that long, to be fair. Uh, I got a new new website where I'm writing about mostly Superman and comic books, uh, thedailymeteor.com. The Daily Meteor. Hey, you know who is a Superman fan? 
Ooh. Logan from Sleep with the Light on Grown Ass Gamers and Roll for Damage. You're kidding. He is he does not he does he actively does not like Batman and likes Superman. You know, Superman is more realistic than Batman. <laughs> I said that we're gonna have a we're gonna have to do some sort of episode where it's Fro and myself versus you and Logan in some sort of Superman centric yay or nay. <laughs> Battle royale. Uh, but think about it. Superman is more realistic than Batman. Just just sit on that for a minute. No. Nope. And then we'll do our number ones. Uh, okay. Sure. I feel like it's coming up. Better, Matt, what's your number one? My number one is Sega v. Nintendo. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a fucking good one. That's a good pick. Man, huh? when Super Nintendo came out, it was I felt, Over it felt for brutal. Sega. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and the funny thing is I actually got my Genesis after my Super Nintendo because I was looking for more video games to play. I was like, oh, shit, I've been missing out. I probably did as well. Because uh, then Mortal Kombat mm. came out for the Genesis. And even though it looked better graphics-wise in the Super Nintendo, the Genesis had the blood code and you could do the real fatalities. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, maybe the Genesis is better. Shit. Um, obviously, we all know who won this rivalry. Um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fact that fucking one of the fucking mascots is a fucking sidekick in the other's games. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of sad, really. Yeah, no, it, Although, it is like it's a interesting. shame. Like if you had told me in you know 1993 that Sonic would be a mascot in or you know a side character in a Mario game, I'd be like, what? Sonic on a Nintendo system? Never. But hey, he had a more successful movie than Mario's ever had. That's true. I'm looking at an article right now. It says Nintendo once made a six-minute ad depicting Sega and Sony kidnappers torturing Mario. <laughs> That's weird. Did uh, you say Sega has uh, more uh, better movies than Nintendo? Uh, I mean, they have the the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. What other movies do they have? Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you said that or not. I was just double checking. Yeah, no, just the just the uh, you know I've Sonic actually versus the Mario movie. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's not a lot of good video game movies, but yeah, this was so contentious from when I was a kid, and I really, for the longest time, was Nintendo. And then I got a little older, and I was like, "Wait, no, it's been Sega all along, and I'm wrong." And then through a series of mismanagement, Sega just fell apart, fell out of the hardware game. Yeah, I was the Sega. Well, the Sega uh, CD kind of mm-hmm. hit them a bit. And then the Sega Dreamcast was like the final nail in the coffin, I suppose. Because it, it was like the Sega CD and the 32X came out because they were trying to hedge their bets before the Saturn came out. And I think that, that Sega of America like botched the launch, botched the launch of the Saturn, uh, really, really fucked it up. And PlayStation came out and just ate the Saturn's lunch. Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, Sony came out and just like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they had the money to do it, right? And then, so Sega was like, all right, we can do this. We got so, we got one more hardware in us. So then, did did Sega lose to Nintendo, or did they mainly get fucking crippled by Sony? I mean, in that generation, Nintendo 64 was still huge. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a different market. And I think that this, but the Saturn lost, you know, the 32X and the Sega CD we're still killed by the Super Nintendo. Like no matter what Sega tried to do, like yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just it. It's interesting though when you talk about it. Then it feels like 
Sony's actually the one that put the fucking the nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Uh, that's funny. We're just laughing at you, Matt, because you're being blinded by the sun talking into the microphone. The sun has just come. It's moved over, and it's not in the building, and it's just hit me right in the I eye. couldn't hold it in anymore, seeing you just completely blasted by the sun, and you just didn't move for some reason. <laughs> um, but it happens. The four cl- my four o'clock meetings here just kill me. That's so funny. Um, sorry. It was just interesting to think that Sony is actually probably the one that killed Sega. More so than Nintendo. Nintendo gave them the beating. But Sony really is the one that fucking jabbed the the knife in their back and did them in. I'm a back, right. and that's my number one. That's a good. That's a really good one. That is a good number one. Fro, is your number one as good as Matt's? <clears throat> uh, it's subjective. Okay. Uh, my my number one rivalry is Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. <laughs> my oh my, what a sports rivalry that tops the Bruins and the Canadians. Nice. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. Did you see the movie, I, t- I Tanya? I Tanya was good. So good. I didn't see it. It's very, very good. Why not? And you almost feel bad for Tanya. Yeah. I mean, not almost. You like definitely do because she's so good. Because you grew up in a trash like yeah. existence and blah, blah, blah. Also, Fro, why, why is this important to you? Well, she's from my hometown. My That's girl. I was going to say. Nancy Kerrigan and me. Run in the same circles, baby. So Fro and Nancy Kerrigan from the same town. Me and Rob Zombie from the same town. Yeah. What do you got better, Matt? Who's from your hometown? Where are you from? Uh, East Boston. Boston. You're not from Boston. Sure I am. No. (laughs) You're not from Boston. What, are you going to say that you and Maki Maka are the same fucking thing? You and John F. Kennedy? (laughs) Me and New Edition. Bobby Brown. Uh, I mean, I was born in Dorchester and grew up in Cambridge in East Boston. And then oh, we got the was, Duke of Dorchester in the house. And then moved to Tewksbury when I was in elementary school. How about that? <clears throat> but yeah, for me, this was crazy significant. Uh, one, I'm a big fan of the Olympics. Uh, and I was definitely watching at the time and was uh, privy to all the information that was going on at the time. So the 1994 Olympics, uh, Nancy Kerrigan, this big up-and-coming figure skater out in the world, ready to fucking take the world by storm. And she's ready to do her thing. And boom, somebody fucking clubs her in the fucking leg. <clears throat> uh, right in the knee. And I vividly remember that fucking, that uh, news clip that newsreel whatever you fucking call it of oh, her can find that for sure of her just on the ground <gasps> why me such yep. a fucking classic line why me it is so it happened at the olympics it yeah it, it was like a i forget if it was like the warm-ups or whatever like it wasn't like right before she was about to go out it was like for the warm-ups if i remember correctly um <clears throat> But uh, the two dudes, like Tanya Harden hired, uh, well, they, she was like romantically linked to one of them um, and then the fat friend that they had. Um, <clears throat> and Allegedly. Allegedly fat or? Allegedly hired. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much uh, somebody like they took her out because like we're going to protect our baby. She's going to, she's supposed to win this. She's, she's the big deal because Tanya Harden was a big name. Hold on. Why? 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's some hard, hard 
Something something really, really hard. Jesus Christ. That's so fucking crazy. Right. <clears throat> and it eventually led to it being a Tanya Harden connection, because uh, obviously it didn't uh, pick up immediately. But, yeah, Tanya Harden was a big deal, but everybody kind of looked down on her because she was, you know, what people would perceive as, like, trailer trash. She wasn't as elegant as other figure skaters. Yeah, she wasn't from the same town as the guy who's watched his Bob. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I couldn't even get it out of my mouth. <laughs> well, to be fair, that did not happen in that town. <laughs> they wouldn't even allow it. Nope. There's no blowjobs allowed in Stoneham. Nope. Uh, too classy. Too classy. No blowjobs in Stoneham. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Tanya Harden allegedly had the kneecap clipped, and uh, Nancy Kerrigan screaming in pain. She she didn't. Uh, she wasn't able to really compete, um, and she did not get her uh, projected gold medal. And uh, it's just wild to me because it's my hometown. Uh, also, Nancy Kerrigan's a fucking bitch. Um, this is true. She is a fucking actual terrible person. She's not a nice person. Uh, so I wish Tanya Harden shot her in the leg instead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, for me, number one rivalry, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harden, because it's silly. Um, but it was very, very uh, significant. Uh, I'm sh- sure this was a big cultural thing. I mean, Weird Al fucking... Yeah, wrote a song was. about it so enough for them to make a movie right so uh, yeah also enough to make a movie so it was a big thing but it felt even bigger because it's from uh my hometown uh, in stoneham but yeah hmm. nancy kerrigan what a bitch what a bitch <clears throat> matt what is your number one uh geez what is my number one <laughs> no i know what it is and i'm surprised that you didn't have it on your list for all. me yeah you i feel like you missed a huge one I mean, there's definitely quite a few that I could have put on, but I didn't feel like having it on my list. It's uh, Inspector Gadget, Dr. Claw. You can't think of one that is my number one that I thought would have sure ship it on your list? I mean, it, there's a couple things. There's a couple things that I could think it might be. Okay. Uh, it could be Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. It could be a Match Man, Hulk Hogan. It could be a Stone Cold Rock. You're or so, Stone Cold Vince McMahon. You're so close. It's just WWF versus WCW. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I thought about putting wrestling one on there, but I just chose against it because I thought uh, Kerrigan uh, Harding would be funnier. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's definitely funnier. But, uh, yeah, my number one is the uh, the Monday Night Wars. WCW, uh, Ted Turner's WCW versus Vince McMahon's WWF. No, that is a really good one. Um, there's a whole documentary series about it. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know what it is, I'm sure everyone listening to the show has some idea. Uh, WWF, well, WWE now, WWF at the time, and WCW. World Wrestling Federation uh, versus the World, World Championship, Championship Wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, they aired head-to-head on Monday nights in what's famously now known as the Monday Night Wars. And this is a fascinating tale. Um. If you ever want an interesting read or uh, just to watch some YouTube videos on it, really, really interesting stuff. Um, I can't think of another anything that's real, like relatable to this as far as shows that go head to head. Because fans, Chicago PD and NYPD Blue, the like fans of wrestling, they. They like wrestling, right? That's that's the thing. You have two companies both offering wrestling. 
One's not offering like <clears throat> this style of wrestling, and the other one's offering offering that style of wrestling. They're both offering us essentially the same product. Yeah, and I watched both of them. I flipped back and forth. Oh yeah, a lot of people did. But it's the things they would do to outdo the other is crazy. And to the behind the scenes <clears throat> knowledge uh, and stories that go on about these wars are are incredible. And there was a uh, <laughs> in the bits that used to happen. I remember being a kid and seeing DX drive a tank over to like where WCW was like mm-hmm. having an event. Yep, they were at they, they were outside their arena. They had a tank, a military vehicle, if anything, uh, pull up, and they were just just doing their DX thing. Yeah, just being shit bums. <clears throat> and uh, and WCW, I don't. This this was something real dumb. So WWF wasn't live every week. So they got the results of the match in WCW. Well, this, is the, this is the main reason why the tide shifted. Yes, because WCW was WCW had the NWO at the time, and that was what was dominating the ratings. And then they gave away the ending of a match, of a championship match that was being held in Worcester, Massachusetts, <laughs> ironically enough, it, where Mick Foley wins the... Uh, WWF championship for the first time. Yeah, they announced it live. <clears throat> They're like, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they said Monday Night Raw, whatever. Uh, congratulations to Mick Foley, who's going to be winning the championship. Uh, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats. Yep, that's where that famous uh, butts in, putting butts in seats uh, came from. Yep, and guess what? <laughs> what? It did. Um, Everyone immediately flipped the channel to WWF to see Mick Foley win the championship. And then that's the that's the night that the the mood shifted and everybody locked on to WWF and they started winning. Obviously, you had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, that was the big kind of draw. Uh, McFoley winning, but it just it just shifted ratings and it just did something. So where- I guess I watched I watched wrestling earlier than you guys did. I was a little bit older. Oh, look at you! No, so my memory of this of the rivalry is very different. So I like grew up in the early Hulk Hogan era of wrestling and it was like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. And I remember like WWF being like, it was like the fun wrestling with the fun characters that me as a little kid could get into. And then I would see commercials for WCW and they look like mean guys. Like it looked way more intense and violent. And uh, I was like, ah, this it's not fun. These guys don't look like any fun. And I always thought that WWF was way bigger, was like the big one, and the WCW was like the low-budget kind of violent one. WCW was the low-budget one, you said? The WCW, yeah, was the low-budget low kind of violent one, and that's yeah, they how weren't, I always saw it. They weren't, uh, at the time, if you're going like the Hulkamania days, it wasn't. It definitely was not like super, super, super showboaty like WWF was. Yeah. Like they had Ric Flair, but like he wasn't... Like obviously, it's hard to say because he's one of like the promo kings, but like <laughs> he didn't have that that aura like Hulk Hogan had. Yeah, but like in the late '90s, I don't know exactly the year that this specifics was going on, but late '90s, early 2000s is when like that's when it like uh, wrestling was like a cool like had an edge to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of like 1983. Yeah, WWF was definitely starting to bomb around that time. Um, but yeah, play with a 55 second clip. So, walks away, and you look at us 40,000 plus on hand. If you're even thinking about changing the channel to our competition, fans do not. Because we understand that 
is going to win their world title. Oh, going to put some butts in the seat. <laughs> there it is. And boom, everybody collectively changed channels at that time. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, and, and like you said, like this is obviously one of the biggest ones that's ever happened. Uh, the tide shifted. Ted Turner versus, versus Vince McMahon. Uh, ratings started to drop, dwindle, dwindle, dwindle for WCW. To be fair, they started doing some fucking really questionable bullshit. <laughs> uh, David Arquette was the world champion uh, for a little bit because they tried to tie into that movie uh, Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Um, he has a new <laughs> documentary out. Yeah, he's still wrestling, which is fucking weird to me. He uh, genuinely likes it. He loves it. Uh, but WCW started making bad decisions, and then eventually, I, I remember that specific moment where Shane McMahon ended up on WCW TV. That was fucking crazy. And it was just like, whoa, and it was like, boom, this is the moment that WWE bought, or WWF bought WCW, and you watched WCW pretty much blink out of existence uh, Yep. very shortly after that. Man, that shit was nuts. Yep, but that's my number one, baby. That is also a very good pick. I mean, Nancy Kerrigan and uh, Tanya Harden holds up to <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nintendo yeah, and yeah, Sega yeah, yeah. and uh, WWF and WCW. Sure, sure. I'm sure you'll win this week. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, maybe I was fucking taking a dive, so I didn't fucking have to do a death this week. You're taking a dive. Uh, all right, let's go to the fun butts. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to put your list and have it read on the show, you go to makefun.network or search makefunnetwork on facebook.com, become a fun butt, and then you can join in this fun conversation. All right. What the hell? Oh, was that the friggin'? <laughs> there it is. All right, Kevin Weaver says Fro versus Josue. Uh, number four, Fro versus Daniel Sepultura. <laughs> Number three, Fro versus Cameron Bevins. These are all listeners of the show, by the way, that Fro has personal gripes against. Uh, number one, Batman versus the Joker. And number one, Fro versus Better Matt. I honestly don't give a shit about any of those people that he listed. Okay. Not, even, Not even a fucking blip on my radar. Not even uh, me? Oh, my God. You're probably the, the least. Uh, no, Joe Sway uh, fucking matters way less than you. Uh, so you matter just a little bit more than Joe Sway. Joe Sway fucking sucks. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I care about him. I've been talking to you for seven hours straight, and you're telling me right now that I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mike Dill says, number five, Microsoft versus Sony. Uh, ooh, Marvel versus DC. How? <laughs> no. I didn't have it. I had it, and then I was like, oh, well, Matt's definitely going to say it, so I'm not going to put it on. To, oh, to my God. I feel like what I said the fro about wrestling is for – that's so stupid. Uh, number three, <laughs> Christians versus every other religion. Number one, Bruins versus Montreal. Uh. And number one, Matt Prime versus Subtlety. <laughs> There's no time to waste, okay? Subtlety is unneeded. Daniel Sepultura, uh, Kakashi versus Mike Guy from Naruto. Like it. Number four, Real Madrid versus Bar Barcelona. What'd you almost say? <laughs> Barcelona. Number three, Better Matt versus Meat Products. Uh, number one, I like this one. Number two, Matt Prime versus Dumb People. Hell yeah, Daniel Sepultura. Number one, Fro versus me and Jose. <laughs> Daniel, you, I'm not your rival. I say, according to him, he is. Uh, Ramadan says number five, Dwight and Jim. That's a good one. Uh, number four, Daniel LaRusso versus Cobra Kai. That's a good one. Number three, Zach Morris and AC Slater. That's another Were good they rivals? One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Number two, Shooter McGavin versus Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and number one, Bart Simpson and Sideshow Bob. That is an excellent list, Ramadan. Uh, Justin Malin says uh, Manning versus Brady. He says Markeeds versus Browns, which is an incredibly local reference. Uh, the USA versus USSR, uh, the USA versus China, and Tesla versus Edison. No, there's no way Justin 
didn't look this up for Tesla versus Edison. Not in a million years. No, they have movies. There's, there's a new movie about it. He doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't know there's a new movie about it? No. He knows him. Matt thinks he's stupid. I don't think he's stupid. Oh. I think that he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> he's a big dumb idiot. Um, Whoa, Cam Girl's back. Uh, Cam Girl, Cam Bevins, number five, Spider-Man versus Green Goblin. Number four, Jocks vs. Nerds. That's good. <laughs> number three, PS4 vs. Xbox. Number two, App- Apple vs. Android. And number one, me and you, Fro. You wish. It's <laughs> over. You're dead and gone to me. Uh, Colin Perry, number five, Obi-Wan vs. Darth Maul. Need to watch The Clone Wars and Rebels. Number four, Star Wars vs. Uh, fans vs. Star Trek fans. Number three, Professor X vs. Magneto. Uh, number three, PC vs. Mac. And number one, red versus blue, Halo and Pokemon, etc. Just the colors in general, huh? Uh, Chucky, number five, PC versus console. <laughs> number four, Fro versus cum. <laughs> Wait, my rivals cum? <laughs> you know it is, you little bitch. Uh, number three, Apple product, zombies versus their own wallets. You, oh, I fucking, Chucky, I can't wait. How often do you have to restart your fucking Android phone? <laughs> Uh, well, to be fair, Better Matt will buy uh, a new phone and then a few weeks later end up buying the new one. I am also in that program now. It's, <laughs> it's buy a new a, phone every year. Why yeah, but it's a good you program. You don't shift over so fast. Um, I don't, I, only because I think I'm enrolled in the program at a weird time. Oh, I don't know. I think I have to go like a full year before I can get, I don't know. Better Matt would know better than I would. Um. Do, 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 do. Number two, better Matt versus anyone who has an opinion on something he loves and will refuse to listen to their real facts and that DC movies and The Last Jedi suck. <laughs> Chucky, you're back on my good graces. Number one, every hockey fan versus Sidney Crosby. Fuck Sidney Crosby. People Piece don't like of him, shit. Huh? I fucking hate Sidney Crosby. Wow, he really knows his stuff. Huh? The only reason why I fucking hate the Penguins. Wow. To be fair, he's also uh, a Capitals fan and Capitals and uh, the Penguins are pretty big rivals. Uh, okay. Uh, I also like Ryan Bryant's comment, and it's true. Brian Brown says, I'm pretty sure Fro loves cum. Uh, it's not true that I love cum. Uh, I just wanted to uh, say that. Well, why'd you want me to point it out if you didn't think oh, it was true? Okay. Uh, Dingus Adams. Number five, skin tags versus a pair of pliers. <laughs> number four, vegans versus cannibals. Number three, dildos versus vibrators. Number two, Can you taco- get a vibrating dildo? Taco Bell versus my asshole. Number one. <laughs> Number one, my... D- <laughs> Hold on. Oh, everyone brace yourselves. Number one, my dick versus that one hard turd in my wife's ass. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> that might be the most vile thing. Think is, no, I don't, I don't think it's the most vile thing he's said, but it's a fucking good one. Oh, uh, I like this one. Uh, Ryan Brown, Fro's best friend. My Number- man. Number five, black spy versus white spy. Number four, U.S. versus Russia. Number three, Raiders versus Chiefs. Fuck Kansas City. (laughs) Fuck the Sepultura family. (laughs) Yeah, my man, Ryan Brown. Uh, Number two, man versus wild. And number one, my wallet and online impulse shopping. I hear you. Logan from Roll for Damage and Sleep with the Light on and Grown Ass Gamers. Number five, Coke versus Pepsi. Number four, Mario versus Bowser. That's a good one. Mario versus Wario. Mm, Bowser's definitely his bigger rival. For sure. Uh, number three, Nicolas Cage versus the IRS. I think the IRS is a bigger rival against Wesley Snipes. Uh, number two, The Rock versus Stone Cold. And number one, Superman versus Lex Luthor. 
I got a burp. Ugh. Excuse you. Batman Joker is definitely a better rivalry than Superman Lex Luthor. For sure. Esben Jansen. Haven't heard from him in a while. Number five, Batman versus Joker. Number four, Manchester United versus Liverpool. Number three, Harry Potter versus Draco. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> now, I just want to bring up, he mentioned Manchester United versus Liverpool, but at the top of the show, some fucking scumbag tried to say Manchester United Arsenal. Better, Matt, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hey, buddy. It's Man U versus Arsenal. Okay. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, <laughs> fucking Espen Jensen is European. He likes soccer <laughs> way more than you, so he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Sure, I'm sure that he does. Sure. Better man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All righty. Uh, moving on. Uh, number three, Harry Potter versus Draco Malfoy. Number two, Pokemon versus Digimon. I like that. And number one, Sora versus Riku. Kingdom Hearts. Mitch Mint, the fresh butt. Number five, Fro versus Josue. Number four, ooh, Tom versus Jerry. That's a good one. Uh, number three, Cardi B versus anyone that can actually make good music. Uh, I think I like a Cardi B song. Does she do... Um, I like it like that. Yes. Yeah, I like that song. Uh, number two, Dwight versus Jim. Number one, my dogs versus a squirrel that lives in the tree in Cardi- my yard. Cardi B is a bootleg Nicki Minaj. Yeah, sure. Uh, Dave Howard. Number five, Marvel versus DC. Number four, Red Wings versus Avalanche. Number three, Boomers versus Millennials. Number four, Ranch versus Italian. And number five, Bre- oh, you fucking cunt. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Wow, he really got you there. Really, he gets him every time. I think he. Yeah. I think, but he, he got you so bad that you, yeah, you called I, him a gun. I, I know that was like pure like <laughs> anger. anger. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he sees the list and then waits until like enough people populate it that he sneaks it in where he knows I'm like just trying to get through it at the end. You're tired. Fuck. Anyway, his number one is Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Fucking dick. Uh, Harry Pino Yoros. Where did he say it's from? Chile? Chile. That's so that's so cool. Chile. Uh, one only one I can think of right now is Nintendo versus Sega. It's a good one. Alec Evers. Uh, number five, Peter Griffin versus Giant Chicken. Number four, Cake versus Pie. That's a bro, cake or pie? Cake. Better Matt? Cake. I'm gonna go pie. I'm gonna go pie. Anyway. Chicken pot pie though over everything. Okay. You know, like chicken. Cake. <laughs> Why did I laugh so hard? It was so stupid. I knew it was coming. So. <laughs> oh, you don't like chicken cake? Yeah. All right. Uh, number three, Goku, Goku versus Vegeta. Number two, Deku versus Bakugo. Bakugo. Oh, listen, I know how to read. Number one, Big Boots versus Tall Shelves. What does that mean? Um, I don't know. It's spelled Big, Poot, Big Boots Pleb. Uh, without a space, I'm assuming. I think Big Boots is Logan's character from his <laughs> his podcast, which is cool. Getting a little shout out, getting a little love from uh, from the fun butts. Uh, that concludes our list. As Matt said, we've been doing this for seven hours today, and Cyclocomica season two is wrapped up. It's going into post production, uh, and we want to get off the podcast, so we're going to get the fuck out of here. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. And smell you later.